Tennessee, it's Memphis Sport Live. Now, here are your hosts, Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter. No, it's not. What it do? High atop Mount Mariah, down the hall from nonstop hip hop. This is Memphis Sport Live. You're taking over, baby. That's right. I am John Harden. To my left, CJ, his earth. What's happening? We also call him Clarence. For what? I, I call you Clarence all the time. <laughs> call me baby boy all the time. Man, I got rid of that one. We got a big show for you. Cerrito, Marcus Hunter are out. Cerrito is on his very, very special assignment. Going to have a lot more talk about that next week. Marcus Hunter. What can I say about Marcus? This guy. This guy. A woman that he went out with a couple years ago. Mind you, remember this. A couple years ago, he went out with this girl. They break up. She breaks his heart. I think he sheds a tear. He cried. He cried. He cried. Yeah. Cried in his pillow. Well, guess nights. what? She See, Marcus had this young lady, and he kind of motivated her to get herself off the couch. He pulled her up by her bootstraps. Made her a woman. She went to school. She's graduating today. And so he's there? So wait, wait, wait. Let me wait, get this straight. Yeah, no, no. no why? Here. No. Yeah. Get this straight. So the chick that broke his heart made him cry many nights. No, she's not a chick anymore. She's a very lovely, the, smart young lady because she's graduating from college. The, the woman who broke his heart. Correct. The one that he let get away. Correct. The one that he cried about. Correct. He's at her graduation? See, si. That's Spanish for yes. I don't understand this situation at all. I'm not even mad. That's amazing. amazing. It is amazing. That is amazing. Would you go to your ex's graduation? Heck yeah, I love my exes. Okay. All my women, I love them. (laughs) I love them. But yeah, that's where Marcus is. And like I said, Cerrito's on a special assignment. You're stuck with us. We have a very busy show today. We have the lovely Maria Gray. She's going to do a little college football gizos up. We're also going to talk... We're going to talk relationships, me and Maria. She's got some fascinating questions for me that I can't wait to answer. Oh, this is going to be good. We got Dustin Starr. Her not as quite good half, but pretty good. I think he's a bodybuilding champ. He's like Mr. Tennessee and super powerful. He also a wrestler, and he put me in a headlock one time, passed out, and man, it was awful. No, I'm just I'd be careful about <laughs> criticizing a guy that big. Uh, solid steel and sex appeal, you can't hurt me. Don't even sweat it. But we have a very busy show, like I said. So we got them in studio. We're going to talk Tigers. We're going to talk Grizz. Man, we had three hours of Grizz. We're going to move off the Grizz for a bit. We're going to talk Heisman Trophy. Oh, that's coming up, baby. My goodness. Got the Heisman Trophy, the Army-Navy game. Uh, weird banquet. Weird banquet. Banquet. You yeah, okay over there? Weird banquet last night. All right. With Mac Brown in Texas. Uh, Nick Saban, I hope he's buying Mac Brown a awesome Christmas present because he just helped that boy get paid. And I'm also going to tell you why I don't think it's just Mac Brown that helped him get paid. Okay. All of that stuff is to come, but first, we do it every single Saturday at this time. It is the starting five. Starting five. 
Here we go, your five most interesting stories in the Memphis sports area. We can start with number one here, Memphis Tiger football. How what? How about what? Tiger football is number one. How? DJ, you definitely did hey, this list. Hey, hey, what can I say? Tigers beat Ryder. Gotta love Tigers football, especially when your punter wins the Ray Guy Award for best punter. Hold on. Memphis's punter won the award for best punter. What a shocker. Tom? He punted like every single time. Three plays, and then he got to come on the field. The Three plays, and he got to come on the field. He better be a damn good punter. The Australian kicker, Tom Hornsey. What'd you say, Mike? Australian. What, yeah, I know he called yesterday. I did not understand a word. I was like, what? <clears throat> what? Oh, you're supposed to do radio. All right. <laughs> we'll bring you on. Say in Australia, but we'll try it. No, sir, for real, though, congratulations. Um, the Tiger defense was outstanding this year. Except for the last two games. It last say the last games. two games, we're not even going to talk about that. That didn't happen. The ones before that, the Tiger defense was outstanding. One reason they were outstanding is the punter. He would pin them inside the 20, inside the 10. He would, they'd be backed up, and he'd boom a 70-yarder down the field. And I know you're like, oh, John, you exaggerate on no, everything. No. no, dude hit a 70-yarder. 79 yards, second loss. 79 yards. 10 numbers over, my favorite number. He's a man. <laughs> I mean, this is the first major postseason award, I do believe, since Lou Allison won the Lou Garoza Award. Man, are you talking Tiger football? Yeah. I don't know, man. You, this is well, your starting five. Don't be asking hey, me stats. Well, Hornsey. No, well, I'm just kidding. Yeah, Hornsey is also All-American. Co-conference special teams player of the year also. Hey, shout out, Hornsey. You got Tiger football on this week's Memphis Sport Live's Starting five. Move on. Grizz in their six-game homestand. We just knew they were going to be good. We knew that they were going to come home and defend the grindhouse. We knew that, Johnny. And you know what they did? No. Two and four. Of course I know what they did. I was there. Two and four. With embarrassing losses along the way. I ain't going to lie to you. Was it Wednesday night? Yeah. I left. Because I'm like, dude, I get up at 4.30. I'm not going to stay here for this crap. It was awful. And it's disappointing. It is. And the thing is, and, I, and the players, I'm not upset with the players because they're going out there and playing. Am I going to sit there and blame the coach? No, he's out there trying his hardest. But, you know, sports is about, well, results. And right now, the Grizzlies are not getting results. Therefore, you get bad pub. You're not looking good. You're not playing well. you best to do something and do it quick. Because this season is slipping away fast. Every game. Every game that they lose puts them further and further behind in that competitive West. Now, if they're in the East, they're right where they want to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they're in the East, if they're in the East, if they're in the East. They're in the West. And it's it's tough out West, especially when you got teams emerging like a Portland, like Phoenix, like Dallas. Not to mention Golden State, Houston. L.A.'s getting Kobe back. All you do is say everybody in the West... But Sacramento and Utah is good. Yeah. D- even Denver. We expected Denver to take a step back this year. Look, Denver's in the playoff race now. Mm. These Grizzlies are going to have to have to figure something out. You can't lose by 20 to the Clippers and then the 16 by the Thunder and 26 by the Warriors. You know, you can't you can't have those types of losses on your, your resume. Not like you're being ranked, but come on. As far as morale goes, fans and players and everybody involved, you can't have embarrassing losses like these. To teams who 
going to be in the playoffs, the teams who you want to be competing with for Western Conference championships and everything. It's mm-hmm. crazy. It is crazy. The Grizzlies right now are crazy. They're struggling. They don't look good. It's ugly. They get another shot at redemption, and that's the great thing about sports. Guess what? You're going to lace it up and do it again. When are they going to do it again? Sunday. 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 Who are they going to play? Minnesota. You know how come I know? Because I got it wrong in the last show. <laughs> and Minnesota's a good team. That's a team that then right now their under 500. record does not necessarily reflect the talent on that roster. Uh, they're eleven and twelve in the year. But when you got, I mean, oh whoa, whoa JJ Beret, <laughs> he's like five foot eleven, but he's out there hustling. He ain't no, he ain't a real player. But no, really, Minnesota. Uh, you know, this is a team that's coming to town that's kind of limping in. Yeah, but that, it's still a good team. Anytime you have Kevin Love and Ricky Rubio, you're you're a threat to do, do some positive things on the court. And right now, the Grizzlies, they're struggling to stop people offensively. Or, yeah. or defensively, they're struggling to stop people. I'm sorry, I'm trying to rush to the offense, which is just pitiful right now. They can't score the ball. You know, Minnesota's had a rough stretch of it. I mean... They had Houston uh, November 23rd, followed by the Pacers, then Denver and Dallas, Oklahoma City, San Antonio, the Heat. That is a murderer's row. Then they got the Pistons and the Phillies, and then they beat the tar out of them, had San Antonio lost. Now they're going to come to Memphis. Oh, Kevin Love, by the way, had 42 points in the loss to San Antonio last night. Stud. Did you know that he was, oh, well, do you know Kevin Love was a Grizzly for a second? Yeah, we've we've talked about that. Remember that happened. I don't want to get on that one. (laughs) Go to number three. Number three, injuries piling up for the Grizzlies. Quincy Ponder. Man, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Injuries piling up for the Grizzlies. This is number three? Yeah. Man, you're fired. I'm fired. (laughs) What are you talking about? I didn't want to talk Grizzlies anymore. No, I'm just kidding. So, yeah, uh, they're they're piling up. So, what do you do? I don't know. You tell me. Like, Marcus Saul is out for, for longer than what everybody was hoping for. Maybe not longer than expected, but he's out. Quincy Pondexter goes down this week with a with a foot injury. So what what is the Grizzlies gonna do? Uh, Davis is down with an ankle injury. He should be back, but I mean, go to Campbell Clinic. Got that's what that's where everybody's going, and that's what they have to do. Who who can you possibly bring in? You hear Gilbert Arena saying he wants to try and make a make another appearance Man, shut in the up. NBA. Please. Where where else do you go? What else can you do? Man, if we can go back in the time machine and get Gilbert Arenas from seven years ago, I'm down. Pre or post gun, Gilbert? Uh, pre, pre, because he was only good when he was toting a gun. Dang, <laughs> Lord, Lord, I mean, Lord. And we, we're, we're joking, but these injuries for the Grizzlies, man, especially for a team that's been relatively healthy for the past three or four years. Well, listen to me. That is still number two. I'm tired of talking Grizzlies. Now come up with another number three, because I got another number five. Tigers basketball. Tiger basketball, Tiger hoops. They struggled at the start of the first half last Ugly night. Ugly 20 minutes. Were you there? Um, I was there before the game started. Okay. Well, yeah, they struggled mightily. And down, I had to leave. Down by 10, I do believe, at some point in time to ULAR, University of Arkansas. They, yeah, they were like down that. double digits. To it was rough. Arkansas Little Rock. Rough. Rough. So rough that Josh Passner said, hey, players don't talk to the media. It's a privilege. You know how bad it was last night? How bad? <laughs> They shot 28% from the field. For the game? 28%. For the, and they and they still won. 
They won the basketball game. And that's what, hey, and that's what tough teams do, man. Some nights it's not going to go your way, but you find a way to win the game. And they won convincingly, too, going away there in the second half. But, you know, they got Florida coming up. How much of that do you think it was them looking ahead uh, okay, to Florida? Okay, okay. They shot... For the game, it was 39%. So okay. in the second half, they came out and torched it. First half, it was 28%. Man, they brought that sucker up 11 points. You they almost get to 40%. The first half, they shot 28.1% from the field. That was ugly. Guess how many points Shaq and Austin had combined in Four. the first half? Four. You're close. Five. Yes, sir. Five. Five. You can't have that. Those, that. those are the two that set everything up. Because when they're doing well inside... Brings the defense down inside, and then you let the guards run wild. You know how good our vaunted four guards, the seniors, the creme de la creme, how good they did in the first half? They were pitiful. I, I, Two for 14. Pitiful. 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 When you And when, I think Passner mentioned this, when you go away from the system, that type of stuff is going to happen. Basketball for everybody is always inside out. And when you got good outside players, sometimes they forget that, and they think they're just so good. You start outside in, and that's not the way to play. Go ahead and get Shaq and Austin run wild a little bit down low, and then see if that doesn't open up more shots for you guys. And if they each game will be at its own little chess match. You know, you're going to need a different. You're going to need an inside. You got to be a complete team. Thank goodness last night they came out and they played as a complete team. Right. A lot of times last night though they went Shaq four guards. It wasn't the uh, you know little baby uh, baby front court. Yeah. Little. What are we going to call them? What are we going to call Shaq and Austin? we got to get a nickname for them. got to figure it out. Anyway, that we'll work on that. But last night it was the guards that came in. In the second half, Shaq Goodwin went off. He played a great second half. Joe Jackson. What's up, Joe? He got it going. He got 17 points. Uh, and the Tigers, they outscored him 49-28 to in the second half. I'm sure they got a tongue lashing. I'm sure they got a gosh. Gosh, dog it, jolly jeepers. What is going on? <laughs> Come on, guys. They weren't playing bad enough for passing the curse, though. And then he came out, and then they came out, and um, did, did their job. So you're glad to see that. But you can't start off. But the one thing, like I said, is in all sports, it is so hard to get up when you know that the opponent that you're going to play, you could usually beat in your sleep. Yeah. It is hard. It's like playing your little brother. You ever got excited to go out? Your little brother's annoying you, and he's like, come on, let's go outside and let's play horse. Come on. And next thing, you're you're H-O-R, and he's H. Right. And he's like, I'm going to beat you. And then all of a sudden, you're like, all right, no, nah, I'm just playing with you, kid. Booyah! And then you start just draining him, and you come back and just destroy him. It's kind of like that. But when that what's dangerous about that? Is if you can't come back and make your shots, because sometimes they, you know, everything doesn't fall. You could actually fall to your little brother. So the Tigers, what I'm trying to say is, when you're playing a weaker opponent, be careful, man. Don't look ahead. Don't look ahead. You can't help it, man. By the way, that's another reason. That's the main reason. I truly believe that they looked so flat last night. They they're looking forward. Oh, Tuesday, going up to Madison baby. Square Tuesday, Garden. Tuesday, we going to New York. I'm gonna do me some shopping. There you go. Man, big time. Madison Square Garden. Spotlights Florida. on Florida. Scotty Wilbekin. Florida, what, 19 in the polls? Florida right now is ranked 19th. They have played what I call an absolute murderer's row of the schedule. Have you seen the Gator Boys schedule? No, I haven't. And, I mean, it's not, like, going to kill you, but it's it's still pretty tough. I mean, you're not going to be like, oh, my God. But it's very good. 
They played the 12th ranked UConn Huskies. They played the 13th ranked Kansas Jayhawks. Their next game against right now currently ranked 16th Memphis Tigers. That is sick. They've already played Wisconsin, who was ranked 20th at the time. They lost that game, by the way, 59-53. They are already a tested team. They played Florida State. They beat them by one. That was, you know, a little bit crazy too. But this is a team that is coming in, coming in tested. Now, Memphis. They've played a few good teams. Okie State twice. twice. One ugly, ugly, ugly game in Stillwater. And then one that just was so awesome down in Orlando at the Old Spice Classic when the Tigers came out on top 73-68. Gotta love that. That's the Tiger team we want to see. Not the one we saw last night for the first half at the Arkansas game. And they're going to have to come out and play their best game. And I I think it's going to be a hell of a matchup. I'm looking forward to it. Who wins? I think the Tigers win. And I'm not saying that because I went to the University of Memphis. I'm not saying that because I'm a Tiger fan. I'm saying that because I really believe this team has what it takes. I think they've... um, I'm hoping that that win, that monkey that Josh Passner got off his back about beating top 25 teams, he threw that sucker off, and it's going to stay off. No monkey coming back here. So, so the floodgates kind of open up. And, like you and get that's that what I said. You got that one. You feel long. good. He's now like, he's like Coach K now on the sideline. He's like, I don't know, maybe something just unbelievable. And then he's going to come up, and we're going to reel him off. We're about to start winning all these top 25 ranked teams we're gonna dominate so that's what i'm feeling you you feeling me no i'm not but okay i think i'll take florida in this one but we'll see what happens man it should be a whatever's the, whatever the case it's gonna be exciting it's a great opportunity for tiger basketball to showcase I want the tigers itself. to win this too also to say hey i'm 2-0 against the sec this year because <laughs> you know what they already beat lsu there you Boom. go there all you right go. moving on to number four area college football teams bowl season baby we got four of them with, well, five of them. Two that really matter, Ole Miss and Mississippi State going to bowls, man. Mississippi State coming right here. So? You don't care? You're not excited? I don't know, man. I don't know. You I don't, mean, you're not going to go down there? Liberty Bowl? Watch State play? Hell State? I'll be there because it's my job. Marcus will be there. I'm going to be if, there. I, I know Marcus will be there. If he's not me. going to some ex's graduation. I'm with Maria. She's got two thumbs down and a, just a scowl <laughs> on her face. <laughs> Well, we could talk about them Rebels, Music City, Nashville. Hold on. Before, no, before you get off the Mississippi State, one problem about the Mississippi State game, and no disrespect to Rice, because they are a badass baseball team. But football, yeah, they won Conference USA. Um, but I can't get excited to watch a Rice-Mississippi State game. Like, if that was a baseball game, I promise you, I want to go watch Rice and Mississippi State play baseball. I want to bring Ron Polk back. Go back from the day. Go back to when Rice was number one in the country in baseball. You know, that's that's a heck of a baseball matchup we could have at the Liberty Bowl. But football, these teams, no disrespect, Mississippi State, don't play, you know, the greatest football in the world. Well, that's the thing, though. They're, they're still a regional team. It's better than having Iowa State fly in from Man, you're Iowa. crazy. Iowa State, the Cyclones came. They brought... They packed this city. They were absolutely insane. It was so much fun. The hotels were packed. The restaurants were full. Businesses were booming. Look, the Liberty Bowl, yes, it is about a good football matchup, but it's also about the city, and Iowa State brought it. Shout out, Cyclones. So are you... Who's going to bring more? 
Is Man, Mississippi State going right. to bring more? Is I Mississippi State going to bring more? I, then they, I would say they did. better travel. I'll tell you that. They better travel, and I think they will travel. Mississippi State doesn't even no, have you don't travel. Think that. I mean, they got fans here. Yeah, they do have a lot of fans here. Mississippi State, I think it's going to definitely bring it. And I, and I want Mississippi State to dominate that football game. I just can't be excited. Did you see Did you see the video of uh, the uh, Liberty Bowl representative offering the Liberty Bowl invitation to Rice and how excited they were as a team? I mean, they're, they're jacked up to play an SEC team and prove themselves as, like, you know, the Conference USA is actually a conference worth winning. You think they're going to bring it? I think they're going to bring it. I think they've got a shot. I think they've got more of a shot than people thought. I think, I mean, I should say Mississippi State had more of a shot in the Egg Bowl than people thought. Clearly, we see how that turned out. You know what? Maria is sitting behind you. I'd, I'd be very careful. I have a very strong neck. She is looking at she you. She can't break it, I don't very, think. Very, very, very ugly. Well, Rice, Mississippi State... I'm happy for those. I love bowl games because it's for the kids. It's for communities. It's always, I mean, it's a good thing. It's Christmas time. But I'm, I hate to put a damper on this season. I'm just not excited about it. Let's move on. Ole Miss, Music City Bowl. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. Ole Miss, Music City Bowl, Nashville, Georgia Tech, different conference. They're still in a big conference. I can kind of get a little excited about that. Okay. Like, two two big conferences playing, you know, two, it's, it's two ser- major it conferences. It seriously has to do, and I hate to say it, it has to do with Rice. Just the Liberty Bowl having Rice in it just doesn't do it for me. But Georgia Tech is an interesting team. I want to see how they fare against uh, the Rebels. Usually when you And have, Wallace has played awful lately. Is he going to come out and have a good game again? I mean, he's got a month. Well, not necessarily a month, but he's got an extended period of time to go out and get ready and get prepared. And everybody gets a chance to get healthy. I know Ole Miss has been a little nicked up. They get a little bit healthier in this break. You know, usually it's a, it's a real simple offense that Georgia Tech runs. It's real simple op- option football. Simple so, my ass. Have you ever tried to stop it? I know, but that's the thing. If you have multiple weeks to prepare for it, you know, teams generally fare it better. It does. You know what? You're exactly right. When you uh, go out throughout your schedule and you're playing this team that does this and this and nobody runs that offense hardly except for a couple of military academies and Georgia Tech. and Yeah, when you face that, it, it does... It does hurt when you only have a week to prepare, but when you have this extended time, you better be ready for it. Oh, you can you can stop that. Just assignment football. All right. What else? Uh, just real quick, Miss uh, MTSU gets Navy, Bell Helicopter Armed Forces Bowl. Shout out Navy. Arkansas State. I do believe this is their third straight bowl appearance. They get ball. Third State. straight bowl appearance. Third Go straight Daddy. coach gone. Go Daddy Bowl. You think he's going to leave? He's already gone. Oh. Boise State. Harson. See you. Bye. Man. And Vandy vs. Houston, BBVA Compass Bowl. The BBVA Compass Bowl. Vandy and Houston. That one doesn't do it for me either. Uh, yeah, not really excited about that one. All right, the last thing we're going to talk about, because we're going to talk a whole lot about it, is the number one, the number five, however you want to go. Last but not least, let us say Nick Saban ain't going anywhere. There we go. Holla back. How you like that? I, I could... Doesn't make me any difference. Mac Brown, is he going anywhere? Gosh, I, I don't, I wouldn't. Well, you mean he doesn't have a choice? It, it, I mean, personally, Mac Brown for the last nine months has been absolutely ridiculed by Texas. He's been embarrassed, I think. Um, now Nick Saban, you know, last night we're going to talk a whole lot about this later, so I don't want to jump too much into it. But Mac Brown, I mean, I don't even know. I don't know what to say about this whole thing. Is he gone? Let's let's put it out there. Is Mac Brown done at Texas after this bowl? Nick's not going to Texas. Who are you gonna go out and get? I hate. That's you. what I'm saying. If I'm Mac, I'm I'm kind of, I'm a revenge. I'm about revenge. I would pretend I'm staying with Texas, and then I would shove it 
after all the good coaches are hired, say, I'm resigning. Screw you. you so you would just ruin the program that you, you basically help keep afloat. And keep See, that's why and I'd have built. to have somebody like you to talk me off the court. Hey, man. Hey. That was the starting five. We are going to take a little bit of a timeout, and we're going to come back with Dustin Starr. What are you doing with Dustin? Talk a little wrestling. What you mean? What are we doing oh, with Lord Dustin? Lord have mercy. Let's get it going. Gotta love it. Wrestling. All right, we're going to be right back. Like I said, you're listening to Memphis Sport Live on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. A fan coming, a fan running down. Welcome back to Memphis Sport Live. Here once again are your hosts, Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter. GK was on the radio. WHBK. Welcome back to Memphis Sport Live. I am John Harden. CJ Hurts in the house. Kevin Cerrito is on assignment. Cannot tell you where he's at. But I can tell you where my boy Seabass is at. I gotta just bring this up. I can't believe I'm bringing this. Up. I forgot about this. Do you know what the Hunger Games are? Yeah, the the book series. Yeah, the movie. I don't know yeah, what that the is. Movie. The, the movie. The movie. The, the book series. Yeah, I read the book Hunger Games. I'm sure. <laughs> but do y'all know what that is? There's a girl named Katniss. Man, Cat, nobody. Katniss even, Everdeen. Is that you who you're what talking, I'm talking about? about? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That is Dustin Starr, by the way. We got Dustin Starr, C.J. Hart. I'm John Harden. And we're talking about Colbass because he's going down to Atlanta today to feed all of the uh, Hunger Games people. And I just found that very ironic. Oh, and Bash, I'm answering a question from earlier. It's Fuel Cafe, the other team person that wants to sponsor with us. Fuel is a restaurant. And they serve food. I haven't been there. I'm going this week to eat. It's supposed to be good. And it's good enough to feed the Hunger Games people and the Katniss chick. So, a little shout out there. But we're about to jump in this little segment. I have no idea what we're doing because we're talking wrestling. I don't wrestle. We're talking this and that, and I don't know what we're going to do. But first, can we introduce Dustin Starr? Who found this damn music? Gotta love it, Dustin. I don't know what it is, but I know that these guys in here, they either have ants in their pants or they're trying to dance every week. Temptations, the classic. It's, it's a new Man, song every week. that pretty good. I like that. We got to keep that one. Johnny Radio in here wiggling around. I hope you don't do that with all those girls you're dating. That's how he gets all the girls he's dating. What oh, are you talking boy. about? And what is this that you don't know about wrestling? Am I going to have to teach you a headlock no, you really or are. A, oh, no, 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 a body no, no, slam or something like that? We Soon can put flexing. that on video right here in studio. Figure four lead lock. I'll totally. I bet you he'll tap out. I'm scared of that. If he's smart, he I would top out. I am so scared of that. Oh, my God. It's going to, yeah. We got the camera, too. There is a lot going on, believe it or not, in wrestling. In the world of wrestling in the first quarter of the year, especially January, February. And we are fresh, hot off the uh, the big show in Humboldt, Tennessee that we have been talking about for many weeks leading in, where we had Brett the Hitman Hart. He was actually in studio. We had uh, Bushwhacker Luke. You can catch him the on The Bushwhackers. 
Yeah, MemphisSport.com, there is an wait, exclusive wait, wait, interview. Wait, oh, wait, wait, I know oh, the pushbacks. Wait, Johnny, Johnny, you just talk so bad about wrestling. If, but if you people could have seen his eyes light up when he heard Bushwhacker. It was like Christmas morning when he heard Bushwhacker Luke. I like, I loved it. When I was a kid, I do have to, there was, a cut, like I guess, a two-year span where I got in and, that, and that's when the Bushwhackers were us. And they'd come out and they'd do the whole thing, like look like they were doing the extreme large. Licking heads and, and licking heads shaking and hands. Oh, and it, did some, didn't somebody get licked at the event? Oh, yeah, so it was November 30th, just a couple of weeks ago, it had Brett the Hitman Hart, WWE Hall of Famer, Sonny was there, Bushwhacker Luke, Big Viss, you might know him as King Mabel from WWE, um, and then also, I ran into the Moondogs. The Moondog was there, it was a Moondog Battle Royal, so there was a little bit of everything that was taking place there, and Bushwhacker Luke was in the house, he was w- wailing his arms in the air like crazy, licking heads, and get this, fans, he even motorboated a woman in the front row. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The- oh, yeah. Bushwhacker Luke. The motorboat. The motorboat. I don't think uh, it's a family show, so we can't really get into <laughs> But Bushwhacker Luke was in rare form. And, by the way, there was a big wrestling tournament. It's called the Ultimate Eight Invitational Tournament. And who do you think won that tournament? Man, I think it was the biggest pimp on the planet. The number one, the one, the only, Dustin Starr. Oh, yeah. There we go, baby. So I got the victory. I had to wrestle twice in the same night. I prevailed. Whoa, 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 hold on. You did two matches in one two night? Two matches. It was a, uh, an elimination, a single elimination tournament. And so I had to wrestle twice. I won both matches. Uh, Maria was there. Brady was there. Everybody was excited. It was great. We have all sorts of pictures on Twitter, on Facebook. Uh, also on the Memphis Sport um, uh, Facebook page, there's some pictures there with Bret Hart. And did everything. Maria hit anybody with a chair? Tom. She did not hit anybody with whoa. a chair. She actually wasn't involved uh, that night. I got something for you, and this is something I just was thinking about. All right. You are a very large human being. Now, I disagree with that, but your thank you. girlfriend is extremely beautiful, she lovely, a lot better looking than Miss Elizabeth. I would agree with that. You're not as ugly as the Macho Man. Oh yeah. But right now, I don't see you every week on WWE like they were. I think you're missing one thing. What's that? A manager. You need radio, Johnny Radio, to be your manager, and we will seriously take over the world of wrestling. Leaves of Memphis, baby. You just introduced yourself to the world as John Harden, so I, I am John Harden. I, I never don't do myself as that, but I couldn't be just John. We Harden. can't do that. We have to have Johnny Radio, baby. Yeah, I do that. That's what I'm saying. I can go in all kinds and just all be nuts. Well, you'll have your chance because Wildfire Wrestling is going to make its return on January the 30th at Minglewood Hall in Memphis, Tennessee, and they're going to have the Southern Heavyweight Classic. So that's another tournament where they put all the guys in a bracket in a single elimination, and we fight for a big, huge trophy, and it's called the Southern Heavyweight Classic that's based off the Southern Heavyweight Championship. So just maybe, just maybe, if it's okay with Maria, because I'm sure she'll be at ringside with me, right, Maria? I'm looking for a head nod. She's, oh, she gave it that eye like, I, oh, I really don't want tell Are you calling me out? <laughs> But if not, we'll definitely have Johnny Radio in my corner. So what you need is you'll need some powder, you'll need some chain. Oh, I got powder. You need all sorts of stuff just in case Make things up, get a little like, crazy. Like dust powder, not the powder that I think. No, 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 not that powder. Not that powder, Johnny Radio. No gold. Johnny Radio, P-I-M-P. And we're going to have Rick Trotter introduce us. I'll go, he'll introduce me first, though. That is great. But Minglewood Hall on January 30th. Wildfire Wrestling's going to return. I will be a part of that event. It's going to be at Minglewood Hall. It should be a lot of fun. It's right before New Year's Eve, and I know that's going to be 
a good time for all, especially in the Memphis area. But going back to the Ultimate 8 Invitational in Humboldt, they actually have another show that they're going to be doing. It returns on February 8th in Huntington, Tennessee, where they're going to have Big Daddy V, also known as King Mabel from the WWE. He's going to be going one-on-one with former WWE World Champion Bobby Lashley. You guys familiar with Bobby Lashley? No. Oh my gosh, guys, you're killing me. He's a former hey. former world champion with WWE. He's now I know Andre the Giant. He's an MMA fighter. Uh, he is huge and he is jacked. If you don't know him, I'm actually going to tweet some pictures out and stuff so you guys will have this. But uh, Big Daddy V versus Bobby Lashley would be the main event in Huntington, Tennessee, February 8th. So there's all sorts of stuff coming. And then also TNA is going to be in the Mid-South. I love TNA. Well, this is TNA Impact Wrestling. <laughs> I am a big <laughs> fan of TNA. But I'm sure so they'll have is, TNA is there. Big so fan. Is, is wrestling hard? Woo! You're using all these... these. I think I'm getting into wrestling. Oh, God. I hard. think he knows a little woo! more about wrestling. He knows a little more woo! about wrestling than what he's alluding to. Because no. he knows the woos. He knows Bushwhacker. He, he knows a little bit, right? He knows what Johnny wants to know. And he's interpreting things in completely inappropriate ways right now. All I know is I need powder and some TNA, and we're going to have a heck of a party. I mean, Lord oh have mercy. <laughs> Look what you've Only done. It you. is Saturday. Well, TNA Impact Wrestling, they'll be in the area. So on January 4th in Jonesboro, get this, and for the old school Memphis wrestling well, hold on, fans. Hold on, hold on, hold on. See, I got to catch up. This is, and I think our listeners are lost a little bit. So we Let's have see. one January 30th. We got to go in chronological order. Let's do it. First one. Okay, the first one is going to be January 4th. That's TNA Impact Wrestling. See, this is the one that we just started talking about. Yes. This is the TNA. This is how we're starting off the wrestling tour. TNA, January 4th. January the 4th, Jonesboro, Arkansas at the Earl Bell Community Center. Now, anybody that's listening at home or listening on the internet or wherever you are in the world, if you are an old-school Memphis wrestling fan, then you have heard of the Earl Bell Community Center because they ran it every single week for years and years and years through the 80s and the 90s. Jerry Lawler, Bill Dundee, Jeff Jarrett, you name it, they've all wrestled at Earl Bell Community Center. So now TNA Impact Wrestling, they're going to have Kurt Angle, Bobby Roode, Bully Ray, Samoa Joe, just all the top TNA guys. Samoa Joe? Yeah, they're going to be in the area. So that's January the 4th, and then on January the 5th, they're going to be in Jackson, Tennessee. So that's literally a stone's throw away from Memphis. Whoa. Where they are going to be at About an hour. Please say Coliseum. They will not be at the Coliseum. They're going to be at the Northside High School. Okay. So they're going on a, uh, on a tour through the Mid-South, and those are the first two dates that have been announced, Jonesboro and Jackson, Tennessee. And it should be a really good show. And if you've seen <laughs> TNA Impact Wrestling on Spike Television, they have production that, that's you know it, it's up there with the WWE. I mean, they, they have great production, and so they're going to bring those stars out here so the people in the Mid-South can enjoy so it. So you can check out... Um TNA Wrestling on Spike, but uh, if you want to check them out live, January 4th, January 5th, Jonesboro on the 4th, Nashville on the 5th? Jackson, Jackson Tennessee. Tennessee. Oh, Jackson. So even closer. Yeah. Oh, even all. Yeah. So, and then uh, from from there, you have uh, Wildfire Wrestling in the area, January all right, 30th at Minglewood Hall. can you do me a favor Hall. and explain to me, just to, for our listeners, TNA and Wildfire, what is the difference? Okay, here's the difference. Your top guy, your your number one company in the entire world is WWE, obviously. We all know WWE. All right, WWE is Johnny Radio in the radio industry. Okay. There you go. That. Wait, wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> well, hold on. He's on assignment this week, or else he would probably say he was on the cover of Memphis Flyer. Hey, whoa, 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 time out. Look, That's Kevin, Kevin, Kevin does enough we don't promoting. Say, we don't uh, promote we don't talk for about Kevin. We don't do that, He's Dustin. not here, sir. Okay, so when the cat's promote. away, the mice will play? Yes. Well, that will make Johnny and I mice in this situation. I think oh, when yeah, the cat's no away, mouth, I got the dogs continue to do what the dogs do. I got you. So it's like WWE. So when Vince McMahon is gone... 
when Vin, and we'll call Marcus Stephanie McMahon. So when Vince McMahon and <laughs> Stephanie McMahon are away, then that's when the other boys step up that's and right. take over. Radio will play. We're like WWE. Okay, after WWE, you have more people kind of like Cerrito. Well, you have TNA Wrestling. TNA. TNA Impact Wrestling. So that would, to me, be the second largest wrestling company in the world. They're on national television. They're worldwide. They travel all across the United States. They travel all overseas. I mean, they're they're big. And then you have Wildfire Wrestling, which is more like the Memphis wrestling, the local Memphis wrestling that we had back in the day, but on a on a on a smaller scale, only because kind of like that other station. Well, the yeah, the big time wrestling has taken over. You know, they they literally have. I mean, you can watch television on uh, uh, wrestling on television on Mondays. You can watch it on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Uh, you have pay per views on on Sunday, and I think you even have wrestling on Saturday. So you literally, you could watch wrestling any day of the week now. That is so it's up to cool. the local shows to, to stay local here and to where local we can go enjoy it live. And the local ones go more to go watch it live. It's a lot more fun. You're actually there. you got a little cold beverage in you. You're screaming. You're yelling. And you're watching some men beat the tar out of each other. Plus, there's production and there's a storyline. It's like a man's right. soap opera. It is a man's soap opera. Dig that. Dig that. All right. So we got <laughs> the January 4th, the January 5th. Then the Minglewood, which is close. That's the one I'm definitely going to attend. You got to. Because I'm going to be in your uh, ringside With the powder. Absolutely. With the powder. Oh, God. I love this. I'm going to have a little powder on January 30th at Minglewood. You're wrestling. Oh, yeah. Who are you wrestling? Well, I'll be in the tournament. And so this is the deal, man. I won the Ultimate Aid Invitational Tournament. And then just last Sunday night, I won the Christmas Holiday Pool Tournament with MSL, which Marcus Hunter, I wish he was here so I could rub it into his face live. But oh, I beat great. him I, in the I finals. I know what's coming next. So that was victory number two. Hey, Johnny, how'd you do? I didn't. I didn't lose. You didn't lose. I forfeited. So, How did you forfeit? I forfeited. Oh, you did. So who beat Johnny Radio? I I can't remember exactly. Was who that did. you, CJ? Was it me, Johnny? I think you did, but I think you I, beat me by me scratching on the A ball and you had hey, every hey, ball. Hey, 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 doesn't matter. Hey, doesn't matter. But hold on, I have a question for you, CJ. How did you get eliminated from the tournament? I, that part I don't really oh, remember. I think I got a oh. I got an injury playing Harden. Oh. And then really what had happened was I was playing Dustin. And Maria came with a pool stick and just hit me over the head. I was like, whoa, this isn't there wrestling. And I just went down because it hurt. And no holds barred. Win. No holds barred, baby. But let me t- I'll tell you the story real quick. So Marcus Hunter, he won the pool tournament last year. So he was, he was bragging. He even had a camera there w- videotaping himself, taking a selfie before he was going to hit the eight ball in the side pocket hey, to win the game. Hey, they always say you got to love yourself before you can love anybody else. He was madly in love with himself. So what does he do? He hits the eight ball. He scratches at the same time, and I become victorious, and so I won that tournament. So I won the That's ultimate eight row. tournament. I won the pool tournament, and then on January 30th, I have to win the Southern Heavyweight Classic tournament. So, so Dustin, can you go coach the Memphis Tigers so maybe they can win in the NCAA tournament? I don't know if anything can help the Memphis Tigers. Oh, get out of here. <laughs> now we are going to start right. And Kevin Cerrito is going to kill me when he hears that because he, he hates it when I talk bad about the Tigers. And I'm a Tiger fan, but... Come on, man. We need something. All right. They are. We got something. Trust me. You just remember. Oh, in March when I'm sitting here doing a little dance because we just won a couple tourney games. Anyway. Well, this weekend uh, on Sunday, they have the uh, tables, ladders, and chairs. Oh, my. Pay-per-view for WWE. They're going to have both championship titles in the air, and they're going to have a tables, ladders, chairs match between... The WWE champion Randy Orton and the world heavyweight champion John Cena, they hoist those titles in the air, and the only way to win is to climb the ladder, capture the championships, and they're hoping to unify 
the world title and the WWE title in one night. So that comes up this week. This Actually, week? It comes on tomorrow night on pay-per-view. Have you you ever know seen what? It? That is probably like, I do have to say, WWE, they're pretty smart because this is the one week that you know you don't have great college football on. Mm-hmm. You got the Heisman Trophy they're presenting and stuff. So go big or go home. And they're going big with a little unification of the world heavyweight belts. And it's just before Christmas, too. So we're not... We're not so that way you don't fully have to involved there's, there's in the Christmas champs. I like yet. it. Right, so they're unifying the titles. And that's really the only thing that you could talk about about WWE at this point, other than the road to WrestleMania, which is going to be in New Orleans this year. So I know that I'll be taking the road trip down to Nolens so I can see WrestleMania in person. Whoa, 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 hold on. When is WrestleMania? WrestleMania is in April. I believe it's the first and it's in New Sunday Orleans this in year? April. Yeah. Man, the Big Easy gets everything. I, I, I would love, I'd go to that. It is Give me a be, ticket. I'm down. It's going to be crazy. They have a whole access plan to where uh, you can go and you can actually watch matches, get autographs. Um, I mean, they just have this whole... It's almost like they bring a WWE theme park to New Orleans before WrestleMania. So you can get the whole WrestleMania experience, I believe, the entire week leading up to that Sunday of WrestleMania. And then, of course, they have the Hall of Fame ceremony, too. So, I mean, the first quarter of the year is going to be huge, not only for the Mid-South and wrestling, but then also WWE and worldwide wrestling. It's going to be awesome. Man, it is going to be awesome. And since we're talking about New Orleans, and that's the place to party, that's the best spot on the planet. Where are you going to party when you're in Memphis? Like it's the Big Easy. Only one spot. It's the Fox and the Hound. This portion of MSL has been brought to you by Fox and the Hound. Cordova, the best party in town, Fox and Hound. They serve up sports, spirits, and fun every single night. I will say one thing. I'm, I have a pretty good streak going on at the Fox and the Hound. Oh, what kind of streak might that be? Just having a good night. But uh, my streak <laughs> right now, I'm two for two the last two times we've gone up there. I'm not counting the uh, MSL because I had to work. That is not a uh, count because I wasn't looking. Work functions don't It was a work function. They it was, don't you matter. Know, work Christmas party. They don't but count. The last two um, events at the Fox and the Hound, I have been very successful. Which, and I must say... Men, you need to go up to the Fox and the Hound. The lovely ladies are abound. They're everywhere. Hot! Well, don't forget also on MemphisSport.com, every Thursday I post a brand new Throwback Thursday to where we open the vault, so to speak, and take a look back at all the old, the best of the old classic Memphis wrestling. Do um, you really? I did not know that you did that. Oh, yeah. You have to check it out. Oh, man. I'm definitely everybody. Every Thursday. Anybody who's anybody, right, has been through Memphis, either have wrestled the King or, I mean, you, you talk about uh, Bret Hart, The Rock. Uh, Mick Foley, Kurt Angle, uh, Macho Man Randy Savage, Hulk Hogan, Stone Cold Steve Austin, you name it, and they have been through Memphis at some time or another. And so that's what I do is find those clips and post a little bit of information about them so we can take a look back at all the great history that Memphis wrestling has had. Well, I'm going to see you on the 30th for a little TNA. By the way, what's TNA stand for? Total Nonstop Action. Total Nonstop Action. So really, whether you're a wrestling fan or not, I mean TNA, that's going to drive the guys into the into the yeah, building yeah, I mean, anyway. Yeah, if you say TNA at Minglewood, I'm there. They have female wrestlers that they call the TNA knockouts. Really? They call them knockouts. They're going to be there one, on the thirtieth. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, no, no, they'll be there on January fourth and January fifth. So oh, you have to go to Jonesboro, right. Jonesboro or Jackson or Jackson. But both places are close. They call them knockouts because number one, they will knock you out, Johnny Radio, and number two, they're pretty good looking. Really. So a good-looking woman will knock you out. That sounds like something almost you need to pay for. <laughs> oh, my goodness. We're going to take a small break. We're going to we'll take be... a cold shower, and we'll a be right back. Shower. Johnny a needs a cold break. shower. You're listening to Memphis Sport Live on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM.
Z fans, Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Welcome back to Memphis Sport Live. Here once again are your hosts, Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter. Hey there, welcome back, MSL listeners. CJ here. Johnny from to my far right, Dustin to my immediate right. Oh, yeah. I love that intro song. I do, too. Lord Tease and the Eloise shout-out. Let me clarify, too. That was Johnny Radio that needed the cold shower, not not me or CJ. Mm, I don't need no cold shower. He, I, I had a very, very nice young lady calling me last night. You were all fired up just a minute ago. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> He's always fired up, though. Johnny brings it every single second of every single minute, of every single hour, of every single day. And you know what's coming up here at the noon, don't y'all? It's going to be hang up and listen, so get on the phone. The first caller to hang up and listen will receive... $10 to ease, 24-hour cafe, and every week before the show, we eat at ease for breakfast, and it's always delicious. Ease is Memphis' newest 24-hour dining, serving up breakfast, lunch, and dinner all day long, all day strong. If you're looking to grab a bite to eat, come have some lunch, something good, something this, something hot. It's tasty. It's ease. It's 24 hours. They never close. I, I love Ease, actually. I do, actually. too. Those hash browns I'm very we disappointed had. that... That's the only thing I like about Cerrito. He brings ease. I am too Weekly. lazy to go by there in the morning before I do a show. How we went. We went after the show that day. Yeah, I'm going to go after oh. it because I got. He did give me my uh, ease. Thank you, ease. Love some ease. The hash but what browns, you need to do is pick up the phone three six zero eight two five five. Get on the line. We're doing a little hang up and uh, hang up and listen at high noon three six zero eight two five five out of market triple eight three six zero eight two five five. It's going to be me. It's going to be CJ. We're going to have maybe a little Maria. Going to have a little bit of Dustin Star. It's going to be fun. So make sure you call the winner of uh, Hang Up and Listen. We'll receive an unbelievable holiday pack. You can buy it for a loved one or you can win it right here. What is it? We'll see you on the other side of the break. But. Hey, I have a bone to pick. Pick it. I have a bone to pick. Pick with, it. There's a guy that called in last week, and he's called in before, and he was calling me out. He said that he showed up in Humboldt, Tennessee, looking for Dustin Starr. Yeah. That's you remember this? Said. I do remember. I, I think Something. He, he won the... Oh, no, he didn't win because he called in late. We let him in. Um, was it Bill? Yeah. I think it was I my wild man, Bill. No, no, no. It was or Dangerous... Dave. Dangerous Dave! Dangerous Dave. Dangerous Dave is calling me out. You know what, Dangerous Dave? If you were in Humboldt, Tennessee, brother then you would have seen exactly what I did to my opponents in the ring that night. I think Dangerous Dave and me and you and all of us might have to go to Minglewood. You can have a match after the match. So that's what, I, that's what I'm alluding to, uh, Johnny Radio, uh, my new manager. Is Dangerous Dave, if you want a piece of dust and star, you can show up at Minglewood Hall on January 30th, brother. There it is. I think he'll Challenge call in. Been laid. I think he's going to call in. Oh, we don't know. There is a lot of stuff to talk about. Let me break this down for you. We're doing hang up and listening. This is where the callers drive the show. They drive the conversation. We got Alabama. We got Nick Saban staying. We got Mac Brown and a lot of weird stuff. The Grizzlies look awful. The Tigers struggled in the first half, but they came back to dominate. The Heisman Trophy is going to be given out. Army Navy play today. Oh, and fantasy fans. The playoffs are going on. NFL action abound. All kinds of fun stuff, but we can't talk about it if you don't pick up the phone and call 360-8255. How to market 888-360-8255. 
the way you play the game. You pick the topic. You make a statement. Anything you want in the call with I'm going to hang up and listen, and we will debate it and talk about it. We'll see you on the other side of the break. You're listening to Sports 56 and 87.7 FM.